0: Ladies, and gents, part two of our World Cup series. Today, we're going to take a look at the English. Um, I was going to say the Brits, but it's not really the Brits. It's because uh, the Scottish and the Welsh, they don't do it. Um, so they also wanted to make a statement. Couldn't do the One Love uh, armband, of course, because you'd risk a yellow card. And that's it's too much to ask. Um, what they did as a statement... Because everybody, of course, has to make a statement, right? Because they play in the Middle East now and they want to make a statement. I mean, they they still go there to play the tournament and they know what kind of country it is uh, because it's been like that for a while. But now that they're there, they want to make a statement to to show the world that they don't tolerate it, or that they are morally superior, and then, you know, a couple of weeks down the line, it's, they're never going to mention it again, and they're going to try to get their oil. The English, they did what they always do in the Premier League too. It's the only country where they still do it. They have to take a knee, right? You have to take a knee to stand up against racism. I think it, it came from, like, the Black Lives Matter movement in America, not really sure what, what England has to do but they, they do consider America part of their empire still or they are really more part of the American empire and then everybody has to participate in it because otherwise you run the risk of being ostracized because then you don't show that you care so there's a lot of like public pressure just like you have to wear like the poppy seat I think it's for the uh, World War I uh, respect the fallen soldiers even though they, they don't have clean hands in that war either But there's very few wars that they do have clean hands in by the way and that they haven't been involved in in, in some way or another. And yeah, so they did what they always do before the game, which is to kneel, and they're the only country that does it, So because they want to tell the world that uh, England and uh, racism uh, doesn't go hand in hand, as has been the case throughout history, right? I mean, you had the Irish famine, the atrocities in India and Pakistan, the... Um, concentration camps in the Boer, uh, the Boers War in South Africa. So, yeah, they have a pretty, pretty clean track record. Um, And also, especially in that region, the Brits, or yeah, it was the British Empire, but it's really, we're talking England, they are responsible for, you know, all those those neat, um, clean lines, those borders in the the Middle East, completely random between Syria and Iraq, straight, completely straight. You see the difference between European borders and, and the borders in the Middle East? Yeah, that's because the Brit- the English created those borders. Uh, not really thinking about the types of people that lived in one country. Like, mm, maybe you know, Shiite, Sunnis in the same country. It might not be such a good idea. What are we going to do with the Kurds? Uh, no, no, they didn't care about that. Uh, this is how they divided up the region and it's been nothing but wars ever since. They're also one of the biggest instigators behind the Zionist Israel Project. They do really have the authority to um, to point the finger and wag the finger at other countries, especially since, you know, not too long ago, also in recent history, they were the first country to join uh, George Bush in the war in Iraq, not too far away, and were responsible for... You know, killing five hundred thousand innocent Iraqi children. So that's that's how morally superior we are. But yeah, at least we we take the knee before a game. Yeah, England is one of the driving uh, forces behind this this whole Ukraine uh, project. There was a peace uh, treaty. You know, there wasn't. There was an agreement made between Zelensky and Putin in in Istanbul. I think early in the, early in. The, ...in the war guaranteed ne- neutrality for Ukraine... ...and uh, sovereignty for the Donbass and Crimea. Which they had come to an agreement to, uh, about. But then, uh, lo and behold... ...none other than Boris Johnson himself... ...visited Zelensky, of course, on behalf of the the U.S. Uh, empire... Uh, ...to tell them that, no, that's that's not how this is going to work. Like, we need, we need this war to continue... ...because this is a proxy war... We're going to use you as a proxy to, to fight Russia. So we're not going to sign a peace uh, deal, and you're not going to adhere to it, and we're going to keep fighting, and here's some more money, even though our economy is in the tank, but here's some more money and some more weapons, and you guys keep fighting. So that's, that's, that's the English for you. They want to stand up to racism, but they do support the fucking Azo battalion, straight-up Nazis in Ukraine. So they're basically bending the knee to whatever America says. America says, oh, we're gonna fight a war in Iraq. All right, we're gonna to go to Afghanistan, all right. They basically are America's bitch boy, but now they're gonna pretend that they're gonna take the knee against racism. I mean, if you're leading us into World War III by provoking the Russians, none of the other stuff matters because once those nuclear war starts, Uh, gays and blacks are also going to be annihilated. As a matter of fact due to your policies uh, the Russians are not able to deliver grain to a lot of countries in the global south um, which you know is about 100% people of different races that you pretend to stand up for. So maybe consider uh, retracting a standpoint on the on the Russian sanctions, also it, it impacts your economy and especially the people on the bottom of the economy, like the people that have to do the dirty work, which is also predominantly uh, blacks and people from from Asia. Focus on that a little bit more if you really care about the plight of people of different races, maybe change your your policies and then I have that uh, team captain Harry Kane. Who, as the ultimate form of protest, he made the biggest sacrifice that anybody's ever made. Namely, he wore a Rolex watch in like rainbow colors or different like rainbow colored diamonds, I think it was. It was worth $600,000, uh, over $600,000. And he was actually being serious about it. And nobody in his entourage, and nobody around him, none of his teammates, Nobody said, hey, you know, maybe you should be wearing like a six hundred thousand dollar watch when you know the the migrant workers that are building these stadiums pay like a bowl of rice a day, basically. So but no, it's it's just grotesque. Can you imagine like showing up with a six hundred thousand dollar watch with in rainbow colors, rainbow diamonds, and that that is your statement? To show, to show you how virtuous you are, but that's just woke neoliberalism. I mean, it's it's grotesque, of course, but that's what woke neoliberalism is. Like, it's never about class; it's always gratuitous. Hey, look at me! I'm I, I sympathize with you. Hashtag BLM. Hashtag Rainbow Flag. But it's never at the expense of anything economic. Uh, it never impacts the power structure. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to wear like a $10,000 watch and donate, you know, the $590,000 to that fund for the migrant workers or for, you know, gay advocacy groups in the Middle East, whatever. No, no, no. But I'm going to wear the watch um, to demonstrate the world how virtuous I am. Yeah, and that was right before the game against the U.S., by the way. And then he played like shit and the U.S. should have won. Which is really pathetic, of course. That's like the equivalent of of uh, England almost beating the U. S. in like hockey, like ice hockey. That's what that is. It, that's just pathetic. So uh, yeah, and same message for the other ones. Start focus, focus on your job a little bit more instead of your statements. As a guarantee, he, he put that watch in his suitcase in advance, like weeks in advance. He was thinking about the statement that he was going to make. And then at no point did he think, hey, this is it's a little grotesque of me, <laughs> given the history of, the, of everything we know. Nobody in it, like, at no point did it cross his mind how pathetic and ridiculous this is and how fucking hypocritical. No, like, without any irony, like, they take themselves so fucking seriously that he actually thought this was a statement of solidarity, wow, what a sacrifice, alright, that's England for you, Uh, let's hope they lose against Wales, and they get to go home, and they virtue signal uh, from there.